the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Uh, so privileged to follow that great man of God who brings us the Run to Win program, and he wins every time he is on the air. We very much appreciate God for him. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, who follows Daryl Wood. Uh, right after his program, you get me. And I, it's good uh, coming behind his coattails. Appreciate it. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And all I can say to the listening audience, listen, it's your fault, it's not mine. You can't blame me, okay? You can't. Yeah, every now and then I overlook something, right? But when I do, you guys are supposed to help me. And we're in the book of Genesis, all right? And we're going through it. Uh, and and, and it's, it's a deep book. It leads us to other places in the Bible. But somehow, and I'm not, no, I will not let you guys blame me. You let me pass by a discussion that we absolutely have to have. Okay? That is dealing with the sons of God. Okay? The concept of the sons of God who chose them wives. Okay? What's that about? Okay? What is that about? Are these sons of God men or are these sons of God angels? And I just realized we didn't cover that. And so here I call myself a Sunday school teacher's best friend. And I let that discussion (laughs) escape me. So you guys have to forgive me. We've got to go back and deal with that. Now, what I like about it is this, that regardless of what you believe about the sons of God, daughters of men, okay, um, 
it does not make you a heretic, either view. Okay? It's just that one is right and one is wrong. So all we can do is when there's something that we can debate but not divide over, is uh, look at it theologically and see where the evidence takes us. So that's what we're going to look at, the mystery of the sons of God that we find in Genesis chapter 6, verse 1 to 8, because I think I just kind of glossed over this, and it's something that you cannot just gloss over. All right. The number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. You may have a question uh, that you want to ask about any subject you can, so that won't interrupt me at all. All right? I can deal with uh, your questions and still uh, stay with the target that I'm looking at today, which is the sons of God uh, and the daughters of men. Controversy. Who were these sons of God? All right. It will come up. It most definitely will. There are ministries and some theologians who believe that the sons of God were angels. Actually came down and had sex with women. Okay. Is that what the Bible is talking about? In fact, one man, I love to hear him. I don't agree with everything he says. But one thing I'd have to agree with is that Jimmy Swaggart is a biblical guy. He's got a program on television. He is straight Bible. Okay? But me and him disagree on this. Okay? <laughs> we disagree on this issue. Uh, but it's not one of those things you must believe. Uh, and it's good to just admit the fact that the Bible is so deep. There's some things that we can debate but not divide over, okay? So this should be a good, uh, a good time to talk to you. Some of you may believe one view or the others, but I'm going to tell you what I think the Bible is saying about this subject uh, here in the book of Genesis. Go to Genesis chapter 6, our first port of call, 1 to 8, okay, where it says, verse 1, Genesis 6 and 1, and it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, okay? That the sons of God saw the daughters of men, okay? The sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair, and they took them wives of all which they chose. Now notice, they took, they, they took these women as wives, okay? So it wasn't just about a sex relationship. They got married to them, okay? You need to recognize this. The sons of God... Okay? whoever we want to call them, they got married. It okay? says, they chose them wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, my spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. So here, notice in this particular verse, no mention is made of angels at all. My, my spirit shall not always strive with man. Okay? Whoever these sons of God was, they were marrying them wives. It looked like they were involved in uh, polygamy uh, rather than, you know, the one flesh relationship that God designed. Okay? So that's what it says. Verse 4, there were giants in the earth in those days. And then I had some friends of mine who said, see, they were giants. That proves they were angels. Um, why is it that because it says they were giants in the earth in those days, that that means that it had to be angels? Okay? That, there's nothing in the Bible that says that um, we know it's an angel by the angel's, by the angel's size, right? It says there were giants in the earth in those days. Could have been just large men, okay? Or giants could have meant uh, that they were men of renown, okay? okay? says there were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came in unto the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, they became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. Okay? So it says, now if these are angels, then that 
uh, raises an interesting issue, right? That the angels could assume a body, and with the body, because angels just appeared in bodies in the, uh, in, in the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament. They weren't human beings. They could appear in the form of a human being, but they were not. So that we grant. But then to have all the apparatus that a human body would have and the ability to bear children, uh, that might be a stretch here, right? So when it says in Genesis 6 and 4, there were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came unto the daughters of men, they bare children unto them, which became mighty men, which were of old, men of renown. Okay? And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination in the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. So here in Genesis, there's no mention at all about punishment coming upon angels here, but it came upon man for what happened. And so that does not give uh, sufficient evidence that the sons of God here were angels who uh, were kicked out of heaven, came down to the earth, and had some kind of sexual relationship with women. Okay? That doesn't say it. Okay? However, there may be some more scriptures that might be more enlightening to those who want to say that that's so. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, I have a subject that I'm dealing with today because I neglected it. I should have talked about it, and I didn't, right? So I've got to, got to deal with this, but that does not stop you from asking any question you have about the Word of God. I will do my level best to give you an answer, okay? And if I can't find it today, I'll find it for you later. But definitely, your biblical concerns are my biblical concerns. All you've got to do is dial that number, area code 866 423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, there's another passage that some want to turn to to validate that the sons of God here was talking about fallen angels who came to earth and then had sexual relationships with women. Uh, that verse would be Second uh, Peter chapter 2 and verse 4. Second Peter 2 and 4. Where it says, Second Peter 2 and 4, For if God spared not the angels that sinned, okay, okay, and I imagine this sin took place, no doubt, in heaven, okay, uh, for if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment. Okay? That's what it says. Okay? Then it spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. Well, here, it doesn't say anything about these angels that were kicked out of heaven to the earth, that they had any kind of relationship with women at all. It simply does not say it. Okay? Uh, so, for us to say that that happened, that would be, uh, I would call it not exegesis, but eisegesis, reading into the text. Okay? Now, but that's not only the, 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 the only verse that is used to marshal that, but that's one of them. That's one of them. Over in uh, Jude 6 to 9. Jude 6 to 9. And if you've got your Bible, you need to, to, to use it, friends. Name of the program is Bible Talk. All right. Here, Jude at verse 6, we see a similar verse uh, that we saw in Second Peter, where it says, Jude 6, and the angels which kept not their first estate. Okay? They were in heaven with the Lord. Okay? They were in heaven. 
but left their own habitation. Okay? They left heaven. They rebelled. Okay? Followed Satan, no doubt, in his rebellion. He hath reserved into everlasting chains under darkness until the judgment of the great day. Okay? Then it compares this to something, right? Okay? So here's where some jump off with the idea of the sons of God, in this case, being fallen angels, where it says in Jude 6, and the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitations, he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Then it's compared to Jude verse 7, where it says, Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. But what happens is, uh, this is talking about here, Sodom and Gomorrah. These angels, of course, these fallen uh, angels who became demons, it's being compared to verse 7, but even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Well, just because uh, the angels fell does not mean that they... Uh, had sex with women on the earth or anything, they're just being compared to the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah, okay? Uh, which, by the way, as you know, dealt uh, very largely with strange flesh. That was talking about homosexuality. So it's kind of a jump to go from there to say that the sons of God were fallen angels who then came to earth and had a sexual relationship with uh, women. But there's some who do Hold to that. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any question you have, it can be on topic or off topic. It's welcome here because as long as it's about the Bible, friends, we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Okay? Our job is to deal with the Word of God. And I'm encouraging all of you. Now, listen, guys, you know. You know that the holiday season is coming. It's around the corner, right? And you'll be getting family guests that come to visit you on Thanksgiving, no doubt Christmas as well, okay? And when your family comes together, some of you know that you have family members that are not Christian. In fact, some of you have family members who are Jehovah Witnesses. Uh, wouldn't it be a great opportunity that you could have to witness to them when they come over for that, you know, Thanksgiving or that Christmas or that holiday meeting, I want to help you. That is why on November 27th, need to be in Strictly Biblical, about uh, 9.30, 10 o'clock, we're having our uh, Bible boot camp, apologetics boot camp, we call it, where we're going to be dealing with the Bible and the Jehovah Witnesses. I guarantee you, this is a class that will prepare you to be able to deal with Jehovah Witnesses from your Bible and show them the errors of what they believe. That's right. And all you have to do, you'll have all the scriptures you need to show that Jehovah's Witnesses are a cult and an unbiblical religion. Now, this will be on November 27th, November 27th, at Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, 10709 Grand River. That's 10709 Grand River at Oakland. I have a handout for you that's out of sight. Uh, it's all you'll need to sit down with them and show them what the Bible says. And you don't have to get in any hot debate. Your job is only to share with them what the Bible says about some of their erroneous doctrine, right? So that's going to be on November 27th. 
It will be strictly biblical, 10709 Grand River. We, uh, the tuition cost of it is just $20 per person. We encourage you to come and get all the information you need uh, in case that discussion happens. Uh, you want to be ready, and we want you to be happy. Uh, I'm sorry, we want you to be ready as well. Okay, that number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Daryl Wood for Faith Talk Detroit and Bible. Aria lives in the Middle East in a radical Muslim family. She accepted the invitation of a Christian friend to attend a weekly Bible study and received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. She took her Bible study booklet home, hiding it in her room before her mother found it and gave it to her father. He severely beat young Aria and called the authorities to report her as an infidel. They took her to a remote cell where they assaulted her and the Christian friend before letting them go. These two women didn't grow bitter, they grew bold, and together they've seen hundreds come to Christ in the Middle East where Christians are urged to support new believers. Join us in sending God's word to 2,600 Bibleist believers in the Middle East and around the world for only $5 or 20 for $100. Call 800-YES-WORD, 800-YES-WORD, or click the World Needs the Word banner at faithtalkdetroit.com. <laughs> Make plans to attend Faith Talk Detroit's Comedy at Christmas show. Start the holidays with laughter on December 1st at the Maple Theater. Bring your entire family for an evening of clean comedy fit for all ages with local comedians, Julie Lyons, Billy Ray Bauer, and Chris Young. Tickets are on sale now for $10 at faithtalkdetroit.com. Comedy at Christmas, Wednesday, December 1st at the Maple Theater. All tickets must be purchased in advance at faithtalkdetroit.com. Attention Americans 65 and older. The Medicare annual enrollment period for 2022 has begun. This is the only time to change your Medicare Advantage plan for a whole year. And Smart Match Insurance is here to help. Do you currently have a copay? What about a high deductible? Do you pay extra for dental and vision? Are your out-of-pocket expenses just too high? If you answered yes to any of these, you should call Smart Match. Smart Match is like having a personal Medicare consultant who can help you find plans which include $0 copays, $0 deductibles, even $0 premiums, plus dental and vision coverage for no additional cost. Having the wrong Medicare plan can cost you thousands. Smart Match makes it easy to find the right one with their free, smart, and unbiased help. If you find a plan you like, they can even enroll you on the spot. The Medicare annual enrollment period for 2022 and soon. The service is free with no obligation, so call Smart Match today. Call 800-871-1592. That's 800-871-1592. 800-871-1592. Dr. Charles Stanley with encouragement for believers. Do you think that God would create you and give you opportunities that he knew you were not capable of fulfilling? No, he would not. You're equipped for opportunity. Hear the series, Opportunities Before Us, this week on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Listen to In Touch, weekday afternoons at 1230. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. 
Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And if some of you are having trouble getting uh, in, I was told that what you need to do when you dial that number, area code 866-423-9578, is also to push 1. I don't know if I'm wrong about that, then uh, I could be uh, uh, corrected, stand to be corrected by a technician. But um, definitely, if you have a question, it is welcome here. Just call that number, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. Looking at this whole idea of sons of God and daughters of men. Were the sons of God that the Bible talks about, uh, were these angels that came to the earth and cohabitated, sexually cohabitated with women to produce giants? Uh, Some believe that. I'm not saying it's heretical. The question is, does the Bible actually teach it? And we have to, in, in any assessment that we have or any theology that we come up with, it always has to be based on something that the Bible teaches, right? So we have to look at it because sons of God, now, now here's the dilemma. Uh, uh, dealing with this is that the term sons of God can be applied to angels. It also can be applied to men. Okay? So the question becomes, which one is it talking about? Because the term sons of God can be applied to both men and women. Right? So really, it's good that this is, is one issue that we can debate about but not divide over. All right? But still, it's important for us to know the text as best we can, right? If you go to Job chapter 38, right? Look here. Job in chapter 38, verse 1, where it says, Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee and answer thou me. Where wast thou? So God began to throw these tests at Job. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare it, if thou hast understanding. Who hath laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest? Or who hath stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations fastened? And you know, Job couldn't answer any of those things. Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? Now, verse 7 is a key verse. Okay, Where it says, in Job 38, verse 7, When the morning stars sang together. That's talking about angels. And... All the sons of God shouted for joy. This is a fantastic verse. It is talking about how the angels were beholding the creation of the universe. After they were created, they watched God bring the universe, the world, the planets, all of that into being. So so angels can be called sons of God. But it's the context that tells us whether or not that reference is really referring to the sons of God uh, is referring to angels, I'm sorry, it tells us whether or not the reference sons of God, the context tells us whether the reference sons of God is talking about angels or is it talking about men. Now, there's no doubt about it. In Job 38, okay, in verse 7, it is talking about angels. They were beholding creation as it was taking place, all right, when God was doing it. They were shouting uh, uh, praise and glory to God, okay? However, there's another place we could go as well, okay? Hosea. Chapter 1, verse 10. Hosea chapter 1, verse 10. So watch what happens here uh, hermeneutically as we deal with this. Where? It says in verse 10, Hosea 1 and 10, Yet the number of the children of Israel shall be as the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured nor numbered. And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, 
you are not my people. There it shall be said unto them, notice this, you are the sons of the living God. Well, here, that throws a wrench into the whole idea of sons of God necessarily being angels that came down and had a sexual relationship with women. Because here we know it's talking about the children of Israel who are being called the sons of God, sons of God. So therefore, the evidence for uh, there being angels that come down in human form and then cohabitate or have sexual relationships with, uh, with women to produce offsprings doesn't seem to be strongly supported in the text. It is, it is believed by some. I'm not saying it's heresy, but I just want you to know what the um, biblical substance of the debate is. And it's all right to teach it in Sunday school. But I just say if you teach in Sunday school on this issue, give it a balance. Okay? Give it a balance. Because to be honest with you, we don't know for sure. Okay? Now, I said that we don't know for sure, but let me tell you what I believe. Okay? Show you what I believe about it. Okay? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. I believe that there are some verses, more than one, but uh, one key verse here that kind of works against this whole idea of angels coming down. And, you know, because it said, uh, you know, if we take it, uh, Genesis, they came down and they married the women, right? And then they had sexual relationship and produced offspring, right? But when we look at Matthew, okay, Turn with me if you've got your Bibles, and definitely you need your Bible. The name of the program is Bible Talk, right? Matthew 22 and 29. Matthew chapter 22 and 29. And let's, let's work into this, right? Because there's some, some great teaching here. Where we see in Matthew chapter 22, verse uh, 24, uh, where we have uh, questions being asked of Jesus. Okay? And, and we'll look at 23. I said 24, but let's go up one more. It says... Matthew chapter 22, verse 23. The same day came to him the Sadducees, which say there is no resurrection. Now, the Sadducees did not believe in the resurrection. Now, here's the thing to understand. If we look at this, um, some of you have thought that the Sadducees and the Pharisees basically believed the same thing, but they did not. The, uh, they did all follow the oral law, okay, uh, that was, uh, you know, not embodied in the Ten Commandments, was spoken by their rabbis, but the Sadducees did not believe in um, uh, the resurrection. They said there was no resurrection. Why? Because the Sadducees did not think that all of the Old Testament was sacred and inspired by God. They only followed the five books of the Bible, what Moses said. That's it. And so since there was no clear mention of a resurrection, they denied it. Pharisees, of course, believed in the resurrection. So just let you know the difference between the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Now, so we can understand this argumentation that takes place in Matthew uh, 22 and 23. The same day came to him the Sadducees, which say there is no resurrection, because all they're holding by is just the, the book uh, the five books of Moses that did not specifically describe a resurrection. But, oh boy, Jesus was able to find what they couldn't find in the text. Notice here, Matthew uh, uh, 22, okay, looking at this, 22 and 
23, the same day came to him the Sadducees, which say there is no resurrection, and asked him, saying, Master, Moses said, if a man die having no children, his brother shall marry his wife and raise up seed unto his brother. Now there were with us seven brethren, and the first, when he had married a wife, deceased, and having no issue, left his wife unto his brother. Likewise also, uh, and the second, also the third, and the seventh. Verse 27, and last of all, the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife shall she be of the seven? For they all had her. Okay? So what they were trying to do, what the Sadducees were trying to do, is to refute the uh, teaching. I mean, it's all over the Bible. It's even in the Old Testament, goodness gracious, where the resurrection is spoken of, right? They were coming against this. What Daniel taught in Daniel chapter 12 about the resurrection of the, uh, of the uh, righteous and the unrighteous, all of this. They, they did not believe it because they only followed, the Sadducees only followed or gave credence to the first five books of Moses as being actually holy documents, right? So Jesus had to answer this, and he did a fine job, okay? So uh, verse 27, catching up with the Sadducees, where they said, And last of all, the woman died also. Therefore, in the resurrection, whose wife shall she be of the seven? For they all had her. And I can just imagine the Sadducees smiling, thought they had got Jesus in a trap, but they did not know who they were dealing with. They're dealing with the master theologian now, Jesus Christ. Okay? And he is going to prove, okay? he is going to prove, Jesus, okay? he is going to prove that the first five books of Moses did talk about a resurrection. Oh, yeah. Okay? Verse 29 Matthew 22 and 29, Jesus answered and said unto them, he didn't call them any names, okay? he didn't, but he did just have to point out what they were doing. So, in Matthew 22, 29, Jesus answered and said unto them, you do err. Okay? He just told them, you, you know, you're wrong, you're in error. He gave them the reason, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. Okay? For in the resurrection... They neither marry, okay? That's what he said, in the resurrection, okay? They neither marry. And that always has hurt me because, you know, I can't imagine being married to my wife down here in one flesh and then get to heaven and it's over. <laughs> me and Jesus are going to have to have a talk about that. Um, he's going to win, of course. It says, Jesus answered and said unto them, You do err, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are as the angels of God in heaven. Okay? So notice this. So he says, and then uh, let's go further, where Jesus is proving the resurrection to them. says at verse 31, But as touching the resurrection of the dead, have you not read that which was spoken unto you by God, saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob? God is not the God of the dead, but of the living. Okay? Therefore, if he's the God of the living and not the dead, then there must be a resurrection that takes place. That was Jesus' argument. You continue. It's not all over after you die. But here's what we're looking at, right? Our topic is looking at the whole idea of angels okay? and whether these angels that, you know, uh, fell, kicked out of heaven could have sexual relationship with women. Notice what Jesus said to our point, verse 30. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, 
but are as the angels of God in heaven. Okay? Notice that. They are as the angels of God in heaven. What does that mean? Telling us clearly. Angels do not marry. They do not have a one flesh or any kind of relationship with women. Okay? They can't produce offspring, seems to indicate real clear here. They're like the angels of God in heaven. There is no marriage, all right, that takes place between angels and human beings. just doesn't happen. And you really can't find a clear place in the Bible where it does, in fact, say that that is so. All right. So just to get into that discussion with you, there may be some of you want to comment on it, and I understand. If you disagree with me, fine. Okay? You've got some scholars on your side. That's what's so great about the Bible. There are plain uh, things that we must understand to be saved. But the Bible is so deep that it is subject to different interpretations. No problem with that at all. Okay? So you're not a heretic if you believe in the sons of God theory. But I'm just saying it's difficult to, uh, uh, to me to withstand the scripture test. But some of you may be glued to that view and you might want to comment on it and you can. I will not uh, definitely I'll listen to your evidence. We can discuss it, and it's fine. Uh, just letting you know that I think that um, uh, the Bible seems to indicate that uh, angels don't cohabitate with uh, uh, human beings on the earth to uh, produce offspring. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. If you're on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. If you have something on your mind that you want to talk about, friends, this is the place for you. Okay? That's right, Bible Talk, where we deal with any questions you have about the Word of God. Okay? And now, basically, my subject there is, is done. We're still dealing with the book of Genesis and taking our time as we go through it, hopefully so I won't neglect important theology like we just dealt with, dealing with the sons of God and the daughters of men. Uh, uh, so if there's anything that uh, you want to talk about, any theology that's on your mind, all you've got to do is give us a call. And that number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And after you dial that number, I was told to have you always push 9, so you'll be sure to uh, to get through. Or press 1. I see another number, press 1. 1 is the number to call. That's right, area code 866-423-9578, and push 1, and you'll be on the air here with me on the Bible Talk program. That's all you got to do, and I'm waiting for your call, right? Number again, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. F45 Training in Rochester Hills has teamed up with GotAHalfItNow.com to offer you a great half-off deal. Get a one-month unlimited training membership to F45 Training in Rochester Hills for only $110. It's 45 minutes of functional training with a mix of circuit and high-intensity interval training. Team training, life-changing. Go to GotAHalfItNow.com to purchase your one-month unlimited training membership to F45 Training in Rochester Hills for half price and start your journey towards a healthy you. 
God blesses everyone. What's the biggest blessing you can imagine this Christmas season? How about having your mortgage or rent paid for in 2021? It's possible when you enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details. To our Merry Christmas. God bless us. Enter WLQV's Christmas Mortgage Miracle at faithtalkdetroit.com. Sponsored by James Mangiapane and Lana Mangiapane of Residential Real Estate, Inc. Here at Faith Talk, our desire is for you to grow in the grace of God. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell blesses our airwaves every weekday with the good news of our Lord. Get a modern Teach Talk perspective on Scripture and real-world problems. Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell. Listen to Unlimited Grace with Brian Chappell weekday mornings at 11 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500 or online at faithtalkdetroit.com. Are you tired of paying high fees and commission even when you lose your money? How would you like to never lose your money again due to market risk? Join Joel Uplegger for the Safe Money and Income Radio Show Saturday mornings at 9 on FM 92.7 AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. You can also call Joe now for your complimentary customized Safe Money Kit and Safe Money Book at 866-436-0133 That's 866-436-0133 Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's up? Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? Nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround or for a free, no-obligation digital audit, visit us at surrounddetroit.com. That number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Just finished exploring something that I think I neglected, which was to deal with the whole issue of the sons of God and the daughters of men. Uh, So we've covered that. Uh, Hopefully that uh, helps some of you, and you'll need it because someone, some of those smart students in your Sunday school class will ask you a question about it, and so I want you to be able to uh, deal with that. And even if you're not a Sunday school teacher, if you're a parent studying the Bible with your children, they'll ask you. Those kids are clever, so you can go there with them. Now let's continue in another uh, uh, questioning scripture, Okay, one which uh, will also... Uh, bear an answer, okay? In other words, uh, the question would become this. How could a holy man who's being used by God lie and get away with it? That's where I'm going to put it. How could a holy man called by God lie and get away with it? 
All right, where are we? Still in Genesis. Still in Genesis. And where it says in Genesis chapter 12, verse 7, Genesis 12 and 7, And the Lord appeared unto Abram, short for Abraham, and said, Under thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of the field, and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west, and Hea on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord, and called upon the name of the Lord. And Abram journeyed, going on still towards the south. And there was a famine in the land. And Abraham went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass, when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai, his wife, now here's what he told her, okay? Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. In other words, he stopped before he went in, okay, to Egypt. says, now you're good looking, okay? okay? And he knew that that might cause some trouble with men that might want to get with her. Yeah, okay? The Bible is so real, isn't it? Look at verse 12. Therefore, it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, this is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Wow. Okay? So, here Abraham wanted to make sure that um, they didn't kill him and take his wife. Okay? That's what he's trying to avoid. Now, but notice, he comes up with this scenario. Did he know for sure that that's what would have happened? Okay? Because look at what he does. Look at what he does. Verse 13. And then he says, so this is what he told her to do. Thinking he would be killed by the Egyptians because she was so beautiful. Okay? Sarai was so beautiful. Verse 13. Say, he tells her, say I pray thee that thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake. And my soul shall live because of thee. In other words, don't tell them. <laughs> do not tell them that you're my wife. Tell them that you are my sister. Okay? Mm. He was telling her not to tell the truth. He was telling her to lie. Wow. It says, in verse 14, And it came to pass that when Abram was coming to Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman, that she was very fair. The princes also of Pharaoh saw her, and they looked at her. That's right. Men, like they always do here, right? Verse 15, Genesis 12, 15, the princes also of Pharaoh saw her, and commended her before Pharaoh. They even, and other Sarai, later to be Sarah, was so good looking, till those who saw her in Egypt were just passing along. She is a good looking woman. Okay? Okay? On the streets we'd say she was fine. Okay? Notice? Here verse 15 again. Genesis 12, 15. The princes also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh. And the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. Uh-oh. Into Pharaoh's house. And he entreated Abraham well for her sake. So he was good to Abraham. Okay? Because he was able to kind of build up this relationship with the wife. It says in verse 16, okay, here, Genesis 12, 16, And he entreated Abram well for their sake, and he had sheep and oxen, and he had asses and men servants, and maid servants, and uh, 
she asses, that's donkeys now, I'll say that word over and over again, but it's donkeys here, and camels. And then it says this, though, something happened, okay? Something happened. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abraham's wife. Now, it doesn't say here that actually Pharaoh had had any kind of sex with her at all. But he shouldn't have had any kind of relationship at all, and Pharaoh wouldn't have, okay, if uh, he knew the truth, okay? He wasn't told the truth. Abraham, or Abram said, this is my sister, okay? This is my sister. Wow. Notice, then Pharaoh did something that should have been done, okay? At verse 18, in Genesis chapter 12, verse 18, and Pharaoh called Abram and said, what is this thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Why didn't she, you tell me it was your wife? Okay. Verse 19. Why saidest thou, she is my sister? So I might have taken her to be my, uh, I, I might have taken her to be to me a wife. And here that we see that Pharaoh okay, knew that that was wrong. He knew it was wrong. Okay. Once again, why? Why saidest thou, she is my sister? So I might have taken her to be with me to wife. Now, therefore, behold thy wife, take her and go thy way. Okay? Wow. He said, you got to leave here. Okay? You almost got me in trouble. So this showed that Pharaoh, okay, this Pharaoh here, well, was trying to follow morality, right? And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away and his wife and all that he had. Okay? Now, there's no way you can look at that and not see that we could have a problem here theologically, okay? What problem am I talking about? Abraham, the man who had God come to him and promise him land, seed, and a blessing. Abraham, through whose seed the Messiah, Jesus Christ, comes, okay? Here, in Genesis chapter 12, he lied. He lied. Wow. Now, in a Sunday school setting, okay, uh, at church, the young people, once you study this, they're going to be looking at each other. But goodness gracious, did he lie and get away with it? Okay. How could he be such a great man, God speaking to him in all of this, and he lies? How could God bless? This is a hard question. A hard, hard question. How could God bless? A lying person. That's what they're going to ask. In your Sunday school class, when you're teaching it, okay, they're going to ask you about this. How could God bless a lying leader? How could he? He, he lied. He lied. Okay? Yet, God blessed him. Yet, promise was made to him. Yet, he's the first person that the gospel was preached to. We talked about that last time. How do you get out of it? If you're a Sunday school teacher and you were asked this question by a student in your class, what would you say to them? Okay. Dealing with this apparent dilemma. How could Abraham lie and still be a servant of God? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air of Bible Talk with Pastor Moss, we've got a little time left. If you think you can call with something that can help us, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back.
This is Daryl Wood for Faith Talk Detroit and Bible League International. The gospel is changing hearts in regions of the world like Asia, Africa, Latin America, and the Middle East. But many countries in these regions have very few Christian bookstores, big box stores, or online retailers to drop Bibles into their villages. So it's nearly impossible to find what is so elementary in walking with Christ. And that's God's Word. That's why we're partnering with Bible League to send Bibles to 2,600 waiting Christians. $5 sends one Bible, $35 sends seven, and $100 sends Bibles to 20 Christians. Help us bless 2,600 Bibleist believers through our shared campaign, The World Needs the Word, Bibles for the Nation. Make your most generous gift today by calling 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-937-9673. 800-YES-WORD. Or give at faithtalkdetroit.com. Do you really want your kid to fit in with his or her peer group? Adam Griffin says maybe not. Because our culture is increasingly secular, one of the most important things for us to remember is to raise a Christian right now is not to raise a kid that's ready to be the most popular kid in school. It's ready to, to stand up for what's right, even when nobody else wants to. Pointing our kids in the right direction spiritually. Next time on Family Life Today. Listen for Family Life Today, weekday mornings at 730. This is an important message. Do you have an IRA, 401k, or retirement account worth more than $100,000? Your portfolio may qualify for an IRS tax loophole that allows you to own physical, precious metals inside of your retirement account. Want our free report that shows you how? We are WealthProtectionResearch.com, and we help investors connect with the top precious metal companies in America to own physical gold and silver inside their retirement account using this little-known but very powerful IRS loophole. To claim your free IRS loophole report today, just text the word GOLD to 48542. WealthProtectionResearch.com wants to get this information in your hands now so that you can protect your hard-earned investments. Text G-O-L-D to 48542 to learn more. When you text the word GOLD, to 48542 will send you a secure link to download our IRS loophole report to show you how to start protecting your wealth with precious metals. Don't wait. Text the word GOLD to 48542 now. Wealth Protection Research. Text GOLD to 48542. When you pray for unsaved loved ones or friends, your participation in the unseen spiritual battle makes a difference. This is just one of the insights in a free download at our station website, Prayers for Your Unsaved Loved Ones, a complete scripture guide. It's free from Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Download Prayers for Your Unsaved Loved Ones, a complete scripture guide today and be equipped. Download your free PDF of Prayers for Your Unsaved Loved Ones at faithtalkdetroit.com, keyword prayer. That's faithtalkdetroit.com, keyword prayer. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, the most Bible-talking-ish program you can ever find, where we deal with apologetics, Christian living, we deal with biblical prophecy, everything, as long as it's biblical, it's us, we'll be dealing with it on this program, and you have the freedom to call with any question that you have about the Word of God or any comment that you want to make. That is what our program is all about. And if you enjoy uh, the Bible Talk program, please, please support us. We need your support. 
You can send those donations to P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Once again, that's P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Any donation you send, we'd greatly, uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. It costs us about $2,000 a month to keep this program on the air. So we so much appreciate your giving. Encourage you to, to give and encourage you to come to Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries, our Sunday service. We are uh, open at 10709 Grand River. It's open. Our service starts at uh, 11 o'clock. We encourage you to come. 10709 Grand River uh, is our location. And do remember, soon, that's right, November 27th, November 27th, we're going to be dealing with our apologetic boot camp where we're going to be teaching uh, you how to defend the faith against the Jehovah Witnesses. That's right. You'll be waiting at your door for them to come because you will have so many scriptures you'd like to share with them uh, that hopefully could bring them to a saving knowledge of the biblical Jesus. We're going to find out what they teach and what is wrong with it right from the Bible. So that's what that will be all about. So we encourage you uh, uh, to call. If there's counseling that you want, I'll be glad to uh, do a lot of telephone counseling now, right on the phone. been very effective with people I've talked to. All you've got to do to make an appointment to uh, talk to me is call area code 313-933-9270. That's area code uh, 313-933-9270. That's the number of Strictly Biblical. And uh, there you'll be set up for an appointment with me, and we can uh, hash it out right over the phone. Okay? So I look forward to um, hearing from you, and also look forward to you visiting uh, us. And definitely, I can't wait for this uh, apologetic boot camp where we're dealing with the errors of Jehovah Witness doctrine, a classic cult. In fact, um, a cult that is so classic that many have said, once you study the Jehovah Witnesses, you're almost ready for any cult that comes down the pike, whether it be Christian Science, Unity School of Christianity, or any of them. Once you study this one, you have ammunition for all of them, even though we're going to be looking at uh, other cults separately as well. Okay? So, God bless you, everyone. Remember, as uh, I've always said to you, be strictly biblical. And never have a discussion about the Bible unless you have the Bible with you, all right? People need to see what you believe coming from the Word of God. That's right. That's what it's all about. Without it, it's nothing. I don't care how eloquent the speaker is, okay, how good he can speak, doesn't matter, or she. They must be coming from the Word of God. That is where we get our encouragement. It must be from the Word, okay? So, God bless you. I want you to keep studying your Bible. Got a question on the table. How could Abraham lie and still be accepted by God like he was? All we see throughout the Bible, Abraham, 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 Abraham. But the man lied. Okay? <laughs> uh, now, okay, there's an answer. There's a very good answer. And that answer you need to give me next time. So try to be the first caller if you can. So we can deal with what's happening here is Abraham just, okay, uh, he lied, okay? Uh, is, is lying ever justified? Uh, what does the Bible say about it? We know the Ten Commandments, right? Wow, not supposed to lie, but he did, okay? How do we deal with that biblically, okay? That's what we need for you to do, okay? Is come up with an answer to that and to continue 
on this wonderful ride we're having uh, through the Bible right now in Genesis. But friends, we're going to be moving uh, on through the Bible here, God willing, and we're going to have a wonderful journey as well as we take the Bible book by book, dealing with every subject that comes across and merits our attention. Uh, So always remember that number to call, area code 866-423-9578. And also remember that P.O. Box where you can send donations to keep this program on the air, P.O. Box 05877, P.O. Box 05877, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. All right, send those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very, very much. Okay, and so this is Pastor Moss uh, saying to all of you, keep reading your Bibles, and we look forward to seeing you next time. All right, and also right, right before I let you go completely, do remember that apologetics uh, conference, Jehovah Witnesses. You do not want to miss that. Have handouts for you. Okay, interaction with other Christians, uh, and uh, uh, I'm going to pretend like I'm a Jehovah's Witness and see what you can do, <laughs> see what you can do with my arguments. It's going to be fun. We encourage you to come, 10709 Grand River, 10709 Grand River uh, at Oakland. Okay, uh, get there at about 930 or so so we can seat you properly. We do follow CDC protocols. We have our distancing. Also, we require everyone to wear a mask, make sure that we are as safe as we can be uh, and ready to learn what the Word of God has to say to prepare us to be able to deal with uh, Jehovah's Witnesses, a cult that is in our midst. All right? So, uh, so God bless you. Uh, uh, remember, we're open also at 11 o'clock, Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. And we want to thank our technician for doing such a wonderful job. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministry. The following program is sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Download the free Odyssey.com app at the Apple Store or Google Play to listen to WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. Live and on demand, hear the very best in local and national Bible teachings and preaching from ministry leaders across the Motor City and around the country. Discover engaging faith-based programs, inspiring sermons, Christian talk, and local sports on WLQV FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Stream Faith Talk Detroit live on odyssey.com today. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.